This is the Practical Homeopathy Podcast, episode number 75. Each day from my office, I get to see how homeopathy is transforming lives all over the globe, and I want to share them with you. Some of my students have really caught my eye. Some of you have done all you can to learn how to cure those around you using homeopathic medicines, and your successes inspire me. They're glorious and powerful, and I can't keep these successes a secret any longer. So, with help from my roving reporters, we bring you a mini podcast series that I call Moms with Moxie, and sometimes we even interview dads with audacity. See how regular mothers and others, average people who want to cure those around them, have gone from freaking to fabulous with homeopathy. This is Kate, and today I am here with a very special mom with Moxie. She has some amazing stories that she's going to share with us, and it will have you in tears by the end of this podcast, I'm sure of it, but not sad tears. They'll be happy tears. So I'm excited for you all to get to meet Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Kate. Thanks for having me. Oh, of course. We are looking forward to hearing how you're using homeopathy because really in your family, you've seen some pretty drastic life-altering changes with homeopathy. And so I'm really excited to have you with us and to share your story. Thank you. Okay. So before we get too far, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So we used to live in New York and we moved a few years ago to Tennessee. We have animals, chickens, dogs, cats. I raised my three boys. We homeschool. We've been homeschooling since uh, for 13 or 14 years now. And uh, that's about it. One of the things that we're going to talk about today, Jennifer, has to do with something that happened before you moved from New York. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what happened while you were in New York and one of the reasons that you got into homeopathy? Yes. Well, a few years ago, my son started exhibiting um, just signs of fatigue and um, just tiredness, headaches, things like that. So we took him to the doctor a few times, different doctors, and we weren't getting any answers or results. And there was an, another doctor and some friends who suggested possibly considering Lyme disease and asked if he'd ever been bitten by a tick. And we said, well, yes, actually he has. And that little tick had been on there a couple days before he was ever even noticed by my son. So he started to continue to develop more signs of illness, but we couldn't get any positive Lyme disease test results. So we just kept looking for answers and moving along in that direction, the path of Lyme disease, just trying to find some connections because he was exhibiting all the typical signs you would see in someone with Lyme disease. So we ended up moving here a couple years after that, and he continued to get sicker and sicker. He was exhibiting signs of insomnia, dizziness. Um, he was having heart trouble, headaches, chronic headaches daily, chronic fatigue, he was unable to run anymore, went from not being able to run to not being able to walk. He just didn't have the strength. He had the headaches. He was just so exhausted. Walking was a chore. Walking made him dizzy. Any movement made him dizzy. He had chemical sensitivities and food sensitivities, motion sensitivities, had difficulty walking up the stairs. 
Um, that was a big one. Walking up the stairs was hard for him to do. And I'm talking about 12 or 13 stairs. By the time he'd get to the top, he would just have to either sit on the ground and catch his breath or wait for the dizziness to pass. Uh, so that was difficult for him. He has so many symptoms. I can't quite think of them. Oh, oh, the sore joints and bones. That was a big one. He had very sore joints and bones. So this was life altering. This wasn't Oh, some mild illness. He had trouble getting out of bed every day, had trouble yes. just functioning, right? Yes. Every day was a challenge just for him to get out of bed, just so he could get to the couch, <laughs> just so he could make it to be around everybody else in the family and try to just engage in some type of daily you know, activity with us, but he didn't have any energy to do anything. And this just progressively got worse over the last few years. And we just kept searching for answers through all that time, just visiting different doctors, different types of doctors. And the thing is, they really didn't give him a diagnosis. Like most of the doctors were like, well, we don't know what it is. And how about trying gluten-free? Well, we're already doing that. So what's next? And so we just kept looking because we didn't want to go down any path of unnecessary treatment and to put him through any more stressful situations just because it was hard for him to get in the car and drive with all the motion and being a lab rat, a pin cushion really for all of his blood work that he was getting done. I can't imagine watching your son suffer like that and not having any answers. That must have been horrible. Yeah. It was tough. It was tough. And we did a lot of worrying, a lot of praying and <laughs> a lot of, I did a lot of crying <laughs> a lot of sleepless nights for me and for him it was hard for me to sleep when I knew he was having trouble sleeping so that was tough so tell us what happened next so well I'm very thankful for the way the Lord just brought Joette into our life and it was unexpected and I was not searching for homeopathy I had only heard the word homeopathy once in my whole life and never connected any dots but um, I had a girlfriend of mine forward a Lyme disease summit that was taking place in June of 2017. And I decided that I was going to listen to the whole week's worth of doctors and professionals in the Lyme disease area. And so I sat down and I had my little notebook and I was taking notes on everything that everybody had to say. I was really just hoping for an answer through one of these people. And everyone was wonderful. And then we got to Joette and Joette was extremely bold and <laughs> very forward. And I just remember the thing that grabbed my attention the most was when she said, it doesn't matter if you have Lyme disease. And I was like, what? <laughs> How could she say something like that? What is she talking about? How could you imagine saying it doesn't matter if you have Lyme disease? So I was really intrigued by that because I'd never heard anything like that before. Everything that I was immersing myself in was, oh, this is going to be such a struggle and this is going to be so hard on your body and the recuperation time and maybe there will be no recuperation and, you know, on and on it goes uh, with that. But she was just very bold and, and I just loved that. And so I was very interested at what she had to say as to why it didn't matter and what is this homeopathy she's talking about. So that's when I really dug in and called her office right away. <laughs> <laughs> and you said you used a term for Joette. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She drops these big truth bombs on oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Truth bombs. I yeah. love that. And that's, what it, and that's what it was. When I first heard her say that, I literally could have fallen out of my chair if there hadn't been arms on it. I would have dropped right over <laughs> 
But I was like, what is this thing that she's talking about? How could it not matter? And she gave the example of the Iceman you know, from 5,000 years ago, I think she said. And so she, she backed up everything she said. And I'll be honest, at first I was a little offended because here we are in our daily grind of suffering. And how do we get out of this place that we're in? Because my child's getting older and older. He's got to graduate. He's got a life to live. And we can't get past the front door. So a little offended at first, but that's what I needed. You know, we need to hear truth and sometimes truth is a little shocking. Maybe it hurts a little bit, but it gets you to move. <laughs> so. <Right>. <laughs> so I'm interested to know what was it like when you actually consulted with Joette? How did that go? Well, it was great. I was able to get an appointment with her. Um, it took us a little while because I had to talk to my husband and, you know, try to explain to him what homeopathy was, even though I really didn't have any idea. But <laughs> I was just, <laughs> I was just trying to learn as much as I could from Joette's blog and listening to these moms with Moxie podcasts and listening to her on Facebook when she does her live talks and things. And any recordings I could find, I was just trying to gather information so I could relate that to my husband. And we listened to her Fizzy Lizzy CD together. And that was really helpful. So he said, go for it. And I made an appointment with her in August and we decided that we would stop supplements and vitamins and anything else, essential oils, herbs, teas. We were doing everything. We were very naturally minded to begin with. So we were doing everything that we could nutritionally being gluten-free, dairy-free, because those were all things that he was very sensitive to. And so we had eliminated those things. And we lived on a farm in New York and we were raising our own meat and our own vegetables and things like that. So we were not guzzling soda and potato chips and the sad American diet or whatever they call it. Standard American. It is sad, but it's standard American diet. And you actually let him eat whatever he wanted to at that point as well, right? Yes. Yes. We said, you are free to eat whatever you can handle at this time, you know, because obviously he was sensitive and he was already fatigued. And then if he ate something he was sensitive to, he would get lethargic and blurred vision and he would just go down even worse and stomach upset and the whole rigmarole of all that. So we just said, it's up to you. And Joette said, we're not going to know if these remedies are working if you're completely avoiding all these foods. And he wasn't allergic to them. He was just intolerant to them. So it's a different story there. So he could have a glass of milk and see, gee, how do I feel? Is this getting better or worse or whatever? So yeah, we decided to stop all the other extras because we wanted to see exactly what homeopathy could do and if we were putting our money in the right answers for him. So... Fast forward now. So fast forward of a few months, and it was probably October, from August to October, and we went out to a indoor water park, which was huge that he was even able to go with us to that, and he went up these stairs, which were, you know, water slide stairs are huge, and he just went up this humongous flight of stairs, and I wish I knew how many steps there was. <laughs> um, but I just remember thinking, oh my word, I have got to take a picture of this and send this to Joette because I was floored. I was just absolutely shocked. And uh, a picture's worth a thousand words. And I am holding back tears. <laughs> uh, I, I had to snap a shot of that for myself, just in my husband, because I wanted to show him. But I was just thrilled that he could climb those stairs and 
spend a day with his friends and enjoy what he'd been missing out on so many years. And so I just loved having that picture as proof that we were just moving in the right direction. You know, it's funny because we talked earlier and we both were crying when you were telling yeah. the story. And I thought, well, this time I'm not going to cry. And I just had a struggle to hold back the tears because yep. what an amazing thing that is to watch your child who couldn't climb stairs, climb all the way up in that visual. Joette showed us actually in staff meeting the picture that you sent to her. And we all were just so thrilled for you and we're just so happy that homeopathy had been such an amazing um, thing for your family. Yes. It was just shocking because he got like 12 or 13 steps to get up to upstairs in our house and for him to not even be able to do that. And then to be able to go up and then down the slide to be in the water with the, all the chemicals that they dump. And I mean, you walk in there, it's an indoor pool. It's an indoor park. So you get hit in the face with the chlorine as soon as you walk in. And for him to be able to do that in such a, I think three months is a short amount of time for someone who has lived with chronic illness for a few years. So, um, I just can hardly ever tell that story without crying <laughs> and, and all, and all the other ones like it, but it is just miraculous to see. Yeah, so. That's so great. I'm so happy for you guys. So now you said he's even working and he runs. Yes, yes. He runs. He can run a mile in under seven minutes. He works 30 hours a week. He's involved in leadership training. I don't even know what the number is, uh, hours of community service that he's done. He went and assisted during Hurricane Florence for a whole week and was there passing out food and water and, and tarps and just helping people in need. I'm going to start crying again. I have to oh. <laughs> Oh my, oh my gosh. Probably everyone else that's listening is crying too at this point. It's I'm getting so... blurry eyed. Blurry eyed. I can't see. <laughs> so you were so sold on homeopathy that I think the next thing you did was you started a gateway group, didn't you? I did that November. I mustered up, not knowing many people here because we had just moved here, I was able to muster up a couple girls. Started the gateway group because I wanted to make sure that I didn't have to rely on any over-the-counter meds, any antibiotics or anything like that. I wanted to make sure that he could just keep moving in this direction of progression. And one of the things that Joette had said in the first meeting that we had back in August was she wasn't going to tackle it from a Lyme disease point of view. She suggested that it was a gut issue that we were potentially dealing with. So we went at it from a gut point of view and that is working beautifully. Well, the way that you guys went about it was obviously very effective and has helped him to regain his life, which is nothing short of miraculous. I mean, not when we know about homeopathy and how it works, but just to see his life change like that is great. And um, I imagine you shouting from the rooftops about homeopathy yes. now yes. and how excited you are. Yes, yes. And I do want to say another one of those truth bombs that she dropped on me, which which will just lead into what I'm going to say next is when we were again in that first meeting, the reason why she had gone with the gut issue is because we didn't have a definitive diagnosis that it was indeed truly Lyme disease. So one of the things she did say to me though about the supplements, she said, so, uh, we were talking about supplements and she said, so why are you supporting your problem? And I was like, uh, <laughs> um, hmm, I don't know. So explain a little bit more about what she meant by that. 
Yeah, the supplements weren't correcting the problem. We were on them to try to alleviate some of the discomfort, um, the tiredness, maybe some of the sore joints. It wasn't doing much of anything, honestly, but I didn't have any other answers to go on. So we just continued to use them. And so she was really just bringing that to light as to why do you continue to go in this direction if nothing is being accomplished? I think that's really good because we have to think about whatever it is that we are doing. Is it really correcting the problem and what direction are we moving in? Is our body being healed or are we just sort of getting by every day and nothing is significantly changing? I think that's what you're saying, if I'm hearing this correctly, that supplements were fine and maybe they'd help some, but if you went off the supplements, then there was no change really. You just, he right. went right back to the same situation. Right. And we were just basically treading water. We were just sitting there treading water mm-hmm. and we weren't moving in any direction. And and that was another truth bomb, right? <laughs> that was another truth bomb. And I, I literally sat there and I was like, um, I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> Do I have to have an answer? <laughs> Because we really weren't seeing anything really come of taking all those vitamins and supplements and herbs and all these things we were doing. But I felt like I had to do something. I couldn't just sit by and do nothing. It just was making us feel a little bit better that something was being accomplished because we weren't getting answers anywhere else. So it was nice to hear the truth. (laughs) Yeah. So tell us what your cupboards look like now if someone came over and needed something. (laughs) Well, now my cupboards are strictly homeopathy. I do have some essential oils still in there. And after I took Joette's Gateway course, I felt very confident with being able to tackle illnesses that arose, whether they were acute or chronic. And so I decided to get out my garbage can and make my way through my cupboards to my pantry and my drawers. And I dumped over-the-counter meds and Tylenols and Advils and cold and flu and things like that. And even though we didn't really use them that often, because I did try to go the herbal and essential oil route and things like that, I still had them as my crutch in case I couldn't tackle the illness on my own. And we were able to see the beauty of homeopathy by eliminating migraines from our lives and headaches and diarrhea and indigestion, heartburn. What else is there? Pink eye. Uh, There was so many things that we were using homeopathy for that would just pop up into our daily lives unexpectedly. And I had not reached for any of those things. I hadn't even reached for my herbs, my tinctures, which is what I essentially always reached for 99% of the time before I had homeopathy because I didn't have anything else to go on except for those things. But I still love herbs and I still love essential oils, but I don't use them for tackling illness now. You know, if someone looks like they're coming down with an ear infection, we just go to the appropriate remedy. And someone's getting a sore throat, we go to the appropriate remedy. And pink eye, not a problem. I laugh in the face of pink eye. It's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't worry about that anymore. Before I would be like, oh, I hope I can cure it early or whatever. But I just, oh, you got a little pink eye? Take the right remedy. You're good, you know? And I don't know if you feel like I do, but when I hear of people investing in huge essential oil kits, I want to tell them, no, not that essential oils are bad, but get a homeopathy kit because it can save you. 
Yes, yes, that's exactly it. And I, like I said, I, I still have my oils because number one, I love them and I spent a lot of money on them, but I use them for just enjoyment purposes. Okay, so after the Gateway One study group, did you take another course from Joette? I did. I ended up taking the Good Gut, Bad Gut course because I felt like I was ready to take my training wheels off and <laughs> and venture out on my own. And, you know, so um, that's what we did. I took the good gut, bad gut, and I absolutely loved it. And it really just gave me a ton more confidence. And so I just loved that course. I really enjoyed it. And now you've been using homeopathy for a couple of years. And I imagine that you have a lot of other things that homeopathy has helped your family with. And I know there's one story in particular that you talked to me about. I know so many of the listeners would like to hear about, and that is your tooth story. So tell us about that. Yes. Uh, the tooth story. Well, it started last March or yeah, I think it was last March and I went into the dentist and I had a cavity starting in between my molars and I had one starting in my front tooth, which is horrifying to hear. And she told me that my x-ray showed that I was uh, losing bone in my jaw. I had some bone loss. I was in the same section. I had receding gums starting. And also from a previous filling that I had had in that same section, I, I don't know if you'd call it tooth sensitivity or after I had had a filling done there, I had a very hard time chewing or eating anything on that side. It would just shoot like electric pains through my jaw. So I was very cautious to avoid eating on that side of my mouth. So these were all these problems going on and I was already gluten free. I was trying all these things naturally to try. It didn't dawn on me yet to, to try homeopathy. You know, you always put your kids first above yourself. You're like, I'll get to myself later. Yeah. So I was like, you know, it's time to do something here. So when I got that information at last year's dentist appointment and I had the x-rays and they were showing that I had those problems as I scheduled for my filling and I went home and panicked because I hate drilling, filling, cleaning, anything. I hate it all. So I called and I canceled and I decided that I was going to do this. I was going to figure out how to reverse my tooth decay essentially. And I went on Joette's blog. I read as much as I could whenever she talked about cavities. I went on the Weston A. Price website and read about the teeth on there. And I had also had the privilege of listening to Joette talk a lot about the benefits of raw milk and what it can do for your bones and your health and all that. So I was able to talk with her a little bit more when we had one of our meetings together. So fast forward a year and I've been doing Kelk Foss, Kelk Floor, and Silica or Silicea. And I've been taking those twice daily. And I went to the dentist this early April and I had x-rays done. I was super excited to get my x-rays, which in all of our checks says no x-rays unless absolutely necessary. But I was like, oh, is it x-ray day? I'm so excited to get my x-ray. I really would want to see what, maybe I didn't really want to see. I was like, at least if it's halted, I'm happy. But I would have loved to hear that it had been reversed. So I had my x-rays done and the dentist came in and he did his thing and he checked my mouth and everything. And she pointed out the cavity between my molars because that was of concern because I was supposed to have it filled and cancel that appointment. And he said, oh, there's nothing really there. No, you don't have to worry about that. And so I was so excited. I'm just trying to act nonchalant. I really wanted to jump out of my chair and be like, what? Are you kidding me? 
So I just was like, oh, okay, that's great. You know, so then when he left the room, I was like, can you show me the before and after pictures? Can you pull up last year's x-rays? I have got to see this for myself. I want to see last year's x-rays compared to this year. So she was really gracious and she did that for me. And she showed me where the cavity was last year. And then it, it was just this teeny, teeny little speck of a little spot that she's like, no, there's essentially nothing there. And I was like, okay. So I knew that I had to keep going with my remedies because I'm not fully, fully there. But um, I was so excited that I left the office forgetting to ask her about all the other issues that had been mentioned in last year's appointment. So I had to give her a call back. I asked her about the bone loss and the receding gums. And I already know that my tooth sensitivity is virtually gone, unless of course I were to chew on a popcorn kernel or something like that. She said my bone loss had stopped. My receding gums have stopped, not improved, not reversed, but had halted, which I was still very, very thrilled with. And I said, what about that front tooth cavity? Did you see anything there? She's like, no, you're good. I was like, good as in it's stopped or good as in you don't see anything. Cause that means something to me. I want to know exactly what we're looking at. And she said, oh no, there's, there's nothing to see. And I was like, hallelujah, because I don't even know what that would be like to have your front tooth drilled. I can't even imagine. (laughs) uh, So I don't have to worry about my front tooth cavity and my molar cavity is essentially almost non-existent. So I'm just going to keep guzzling my raw milk because I have that every day. And I've been doing that for a year and I'm just going to continue with taking those three cell salts twice a day until probably next Well, I don't know how long I'll go, but I'll definitely want confirmation in my next year's appointment in my x-rays to make sure it is completely invisible. Well, I think that is fantastic, Jennifer. This is why I wanted everyone to hear this because I wanted to know that this was possible. You hear of people reversing their cavities, but, you know, to talk to you face to face and know someone that personally had their cavities reversed is I think super encouraging. So that's great. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for sharing that with us. You also have some stories about your dog. So share with us just briefly about what happened with your dog. Yeah. So I love the animal stories because it always irks me when people are like, oh, it's placebo. It's just a little sugar pill. I just love animal stories because it just flies in the face of that. But my dog had a, she had a severe bite uh, not that long ago, a few weeks ago. She had had a little tussle in the woods with some type of animal bit her back leg, left two gaping holes in her back leg. And we treated those strictly with homeopathy. We used the Ledum, Hypericum, Arnica, and even Staphysagria because we just wanted to make sure we were hitting it with all the infection fighting ones we could because we couldn't treat her with anything else um, like washing it with soap and water. That just was not going to be a possibility. She was not going to allow us to do that. So that's one of the other things that I love about homeopathy. So she was healed and good to go in a week. She was all closed up. She healed beautifully and it was effortless on our part. We just had to administer the little pills and she never got an infection. There was never even a sign. It was a really deep gash. And one more story about our dog. Last year, she had a bladder infection, and I noticed she had puddles every time she got up and moved, and she was very uncomfortable. And so I realized that she had a bladder infection. And so to deal with that, I chose a couple different remedies, aconite being 
the main one that I used due to the fact that she had been out swimming in the hot and then coming into the cold air conditioning and doing that over and over. So I knew she was probably experiencing a shock to the body. So that was really amazing to see how after the first dose, the puddling had stopped and she just continued to improve after that. And there was no more sign of that. But I, I did continue for a couple of days just to make sure that we didn't have to worry about the puddling anymore for her and that she was happy and content. So as we wrap this all up, just share with us some of your wisdom today about using homeopathy. I would think that one of the main things for me that really helped me to take off and feel confident was not only taking the gateway course, but definitely purchasing a kit as you learn in the gateway course, how important a kit is. And I would say that that's absolutely correct because without the kit, you can't accomplish these things as quickly as you should be able to because you wouldn't have the proper medicine on hand. So it's nice to just be able to reach for my kit. And I do have a lot of remedies, but I don't have all of the remedies. And so I know that I have my kit there to buy me some time, so to speak. As our dog got the bladder infection, I did not have every single remedy that I needed for that. So I was able to use my kit to buy me some time to go online to purchase the remedy. By the time it came three days later, I didn't need to give her anything anymore. But I had enough there for me to go on to do what I needed to do for her. And so without the kit, I would have ended up in the vet's office. Who knows what else I would have had to spend. So the kit pays for itself time and time again. And that is huge for me was the kit, just making sure that I have everything I need at my fingertips to take care of business. I totally agree. I talk to people all the time and they ask me about using remedies. And then when we figure out a remedy, so often if they're new to homeopathy, they don't have a kit and then they're stuck. They can't try those remedies. So yeah, I think that's really important. Jennifer, thank you so much for sharing your passion for homeopathy with us and all of your amazing um, ways that you've used homeopathy. I'm super encouraged and I know those listening today are also encouraged. So thank you for taking the time with us today, Jennifer. Thanks so much, Kate. I had a lot of fun. You just listened to a podcast from practicalhomeopathy.com where nationally certified homeopath, public speaker, and author Joette Calabrese shares her passion for helping families stay strong through homeopathy. Joette's podcasts are available on iTunes, Google Play, Blueberry, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Thank you for listening to this podcast with Joette Calabrese. To learn more and find out if homeopathy is a good fit in your health strategy, visit practicalhomeopathy.com.